0: Welcome to the Starch Solution Weight Loss Podcast. I'm your host, Healthy Emmy. I am a nutritionist and the creator of the Slim on Starch program. If you want to lose weight on a plant-based diet, listen to this podcast. Also, bonus points: go and watch all of my YouTube videos, Healthy Emmy on YouTube. But if you're really serious about this, go to healthyemmy.org, apply to work with me as well as a mindset coach and a nutrition coach, and let's do this thing. Now, onto the podcast. Woo! As my client David bravely shares in today's video, he grew up in an environment of food scarcity, being one of five children and on welfare, food was not an abundant resource. When the groceries came home, you had to eat and you had to eat now or else it was going to be gone. Going into adulthood, this relationship with food stuck with him and he found himself overeating even when food was no longer scarce and he had the resources to be able to eat enough of it. David ended up joining the Slimont Starch program not only to heal his relationship with food and release weight, but also to serve as an example for his family his family also was suffering from obesity and related struggles and he wanted to inspire them and he actually inspired his mom to join the slim on starch program too and even gifted it to her David has just completed the six weeks on starch program and is now moving into the continuation program known as the master's program and he shares his story bravely with us today if you're new here hey I'm healthy Emmy. I'm a nutritionist a weight loss specialist and the creator of the slim on starch program if you would like to work with me in the Slim on Starch program, as well as a mindset coach and a nutrition coach, click the link in the down bar.
1: Uh, I'm uh, one of five siblings uh, born and raised in Las Vegas. Um, we grew up, uh, you know, just like any traditional American family would, uh, tons of junk food. Um, we, uh, my mother grew up uh, raised, you know, there's a ton of pressure on her to protect us and, um, she did the best she could and my mom growing up we we had we were on welfare so we always went to the cheapest quickest thing um i think i used to make the joke that like half of the body mass that you see today was built on like cheap milk and like top ramen <laughs> and again this is what you have to do to, to like survive sometimes but um uh yeah i still to this day get uh get hungry whenever i hear like the crinkling of grocery bags I know my mom's coming home with like to like toaster strudel and top ramen and just junk food. And uh, you know, that's how we were raised. We were raised on, you know, like just the standard American diet of just junk food and and whatever's quickest and easiest for mom because she had to work. She she couldn't cook and and take care take care of everyone that way. She was getting off of a 10 hour, 12 hour shift, uh trying to take care of us. Uh, so our relationship with, with food also, (laughs) I don't know if you've ever seen like a, like a litter of kittens fight over like a bowl of food. That was us growing up. So, (laughs) so mom would come in with a big old thing of grocery bags and, uh, we would all just rush to it. I remember the first thing to go, it was the toaster strudel. And we'd always complain like who ate all the toaster strudel. And, um, so yeah, that's how we grew up. Our, our relationship with food was, was eat fast, get it while it's there uh, eat, eat, eat and tell your stuff because, uh, there was a very much like this sense. And and I mean, we live in America, so I mean, it's not like we were starving, like, like people in other countries have, but there was always this underlining feeling that like, we're going to all starve. Like there's this constant stress and worry that existed in our households that, um, in a weird way, we kind of look to food, to comfort everybody to like stayed us from not only that but all the tragedy and things that had occurred in our teenage years and uh the terrible way our family got broken up
0: Thank you for sharing that. I know that's a very common, sadly, it's a very common struggle, is the growing up with a scarcity mindset around food, A. So then food becomes this commodity that is few and far between. So when it does come and you hear the grocery bags, you go, it's time. Finally, I can eat. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. you can, because who knows when the next grocery shop is going to be. And that behavior Mm -hmm. pattern carries with you into adulthood. I know that that was one of the behaviors that Mm -hmm. you want to Work through an hour work together was not eating processed foods to the point of feeling comfortable
1: yeah um that was definitely our experience uh just this like uh using food to to medicate instead of like actually facing the trauma because it was so it was so tough to face uh that you know the food was our medication it was our way to so if you were stressed about something, if if you if you had an argument, if you couldn't think about what happened to you, you know, you just oh, I'll, I'll just lose myself in some hamburgers real quick, and then uh, you know you you get yourself so full on like a hamburger or something like that or whatever food, uh, you know, pick your junk food, so it just sedates you, and you just like you just. Feel they're lying sick because you're just like ah, oh, finally I like my body is just I don't know it's just like it's like a drug like you want to you want to just stop feeling that pain. You,
0: you out and you know like what we talk about in the SOS program, what we run from only stays with us longer. What we resist persists. So when that high wears mm-hmm. off. The trauma is still there. The things that are really below the surface that need to be addressed, they're still there and they've probably gained some some steam. Um, and we really do mm-hmm. have to work through those. Were you seeing yeah. any health complications from the relationship with food that you had?
1: I watched Fork Silver Knives. And even though that uh, that addressed a lot of health issues, that occur typically in the American diet, like heart attack and diabetes. I saw myself as healthy and I'm like, oh, let me get on a track where an ounce of prevention is worth a pound of cure. But uh even though I got on to a quote unquote vegan diet, vegetarian diet, I still was overweight. I also was still had those underlying habits of trying to sedate myself emotionally, and I would fill myself up to like a reflex my, my, it might sound gross but like um i i remember i used to drive home from work uh this was years ago and on the way home there was an in and out and i remember this so vividly because it was my it was my escape from instead of dealing with all of the the stresses of work i would just go to in and out it would be my little reward you know i worked all day and uh, th- it's kind of fun. I can laugh at it now, but like when I started going in and out, I would start with the small, uh, uh, milkshake, uh, strawberry milkshake was my jam. And, um, as the month progressed, I would get through that milkshake quicker and quicker on the way home. And I always, I didn't want to have, I wanted out milkshake with my stuff, but so each week it would get bigger and bigger and bigger until the point where I was eating, uh, extra large milkshake and this is where my ref and you asked about health issues. This is where my reflex began because it was like a subconscious thing. Like my body wanted to taste it. This is going to sound so gross. You could, can could, well, edit this out if you want. This is going to sound so gross, but like my body wanted to like regurgitate that and taste it again. And then like go back down. It was, I know that sounds, some people might feel really grossed out by that, but it's the truth. It was like, I'm I'm coming to grips with the fact that like, my body subconsciously wanted to do that. And even though I gave up milkshakes, my, it, it progressed. And then that, you know, it's that that was one health issue that I was having that I didn't even, I didn't even think was gonna be addressed in this program. I didn't think that, I thought that like, oh, you know, the the little muscle on the top of your stomach is just gonna be like, that's that's how it is now. It's just, doesn't hold down food. And uh, little did I know uh, there was a solution, yeah.
0: Your transparency. your transparency and your frankness is so appreciated because there are people that mm-hmm. are really that think that they're the only person in the world that struggles with something that you've said. And your story is so, mm-hmm. and so excited to continue to tell it um, that not only mm-hmm. does it make them feel seen and heard, but it's also going to give them hope and inspiration because you do have such an incredible story that there is a way out from this and this is nothing to be embarrassed of or ashamed of it's just a cycle that you got into and you are determined and you said i'm not gonna we're putting an end to this and we're putting an end to this not Mm -hmm. just but for my family too so do you want to extend the Mm -hmm. conversation now to talk a little bit about why it is that you decided to come to the sos program because it wasn't just about fixing things with you Mm but i'll let you talk about it Mm -hmm
1: yeah sure so of course everyone wants to uh i'll I'll address that question by saying of course you know i want to look good i want to be on the beach with a six pack i always always wanted to look look good and be in shape and uh you know i've gotten extremely extremely close to where i want to be um uh the the other reason was really my mom like she she, and, and the rest of my family by extension but um you know i talked about medicating yourself with food you know that's that's my mom she felt, you know, and I don't I don't want to speak to her experience too much because that's her story to tell, but you know, I, I really wanted to inspire her and and she she had always dealt with health issues almost her entire life and and being you know weight issues and things like that. And um I really, you know, it's actually uh really dire for her. And it's been dire for years for her to get to get to release the weight and uh to actually have a healthy relationship with food. Um And so when I, when I watched Forks Over Knives, I immediately thought of my mother and that's what got me on the whole journey in the first place to even, uh, you know, give up meat and things like that. Uh, I, I, um, since learned that, you know, more importantly is to give up processed foods. Uh, you know, that was one mistake I made. I was that I was the Oreo impossible burger vegan, you know, I was eating chips every night thinking that, oh, cause I'm avoiding meat all of a sudden I'm gonna be healthy it's not the whole equation right uh and i knew that in the back of my mind but you know didn't come out but yeah so that was my big inspiration i of course want to look at but mainly i want to you know inspire my family to 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 see what's possible to that that you don't have to be stuck with uh you know you have to be stuck being weight it's not a genetic thing like so much of my family think it's just genetic because they look at every other family member and they oh they're all overweight it must just be part of our, our genetics. We must just be, you know, that might just be, that's just us. You know, it was just how we were we were built. And, uh, and I was like, no, I'm not, Now we're not going to play that game. I'm going to show you. So for years, I feel like I failed them. I, uh, I had, uh, you know, got on this journey to show them what was possible that you could heal yourself through food and get in shape and you didn't have to be consigned to it. But, um, you know, now now I can be proof of that in some sense.
0: I was so inspired by how pure your heart was. When we first got on that call, I could see how how pure your heart was and your intentions were. Because mm-hmm. right the get go, one of the questions I asked on our first call is, why are we on this call today? And you said I want to help my family. I want them to be healthy. And you were talking so much about your family that I actually asked you, David, are you on this call because you want to join the SOS program or because you're you your family <laughs> and asking that? And you said, well, I want to help my family, but I have to help myself first. And you are such mm-hmm. an outstanding example of what happens when you do help yourself. Because I, I want to spoil mm-hmm. it. Ready. do you want to talk about what happened at the end of your six week program that's super exciting about uh,
1: family. yeah yeah so my so my mom my mom joined the SOS program uh I I felt like she might be resistant to it uh if I just told her right away and told her to get on it but um I wanted to lead by example and uh I at first was hesitant to even share it with her because I wanted to make sure that um she was doing it you know, and I didn't want to pressure her, and I knew that you know my family had always kind of been a little bit resistant to me going plant-based. They didn't understand why I went like vegetarian and things like that. So I, I kind of know that people kind of want to get stuck in their own way and in their own habits. So I really wanted to approach it like smartly and just like think like how can I get around that? And uh, I guess I just wanted to solve it for myself first. But the excitement is that you know she joined the SOS program and uh is starting her journey now too or starting it started a long time ago but i mean with sos yeah
0: you are so modest and i do want to give you credit here for for those watching that you did gift her the program which is just so unbelievably generous that i do need to give you credit Mm -hmm. there that's that's really remarkable and so touching Um, she's i when i first got on the phone with her i said fine young man you did something right with him
1: (laughs) (laughs) thank you yeah thank you <laughs> appreciate it thank you so much yeah
0: well let's keep chatting about you so tell me tell me what okay. changed. it's only been we've only known each other for a little bit less than two months which is wild because I feel like we've known each other longer but mm-hmm. how has your relationship mm-hmm. changed how has your body changed how has your health changed can you talk me through mm. that
1: so I, I want to I talk about it all, uh, but I have to say that I was so surprised. I had no idea what I was going to get out of your program. I mean, I thought that maybe I was going to lose some weight and uh, I was going to finally be able to implement the Start Solution, which I would always wanted to do, which was the g- greatest thing about your program, by the way, is that uh, the first thing you ever told me that was of the most value to me, besides all your videos and every great was that it's about implementation and not information, and uh, so I, I thought that was amazing. And um, so, so go, go back and pick pick one question out for me, so I so I can get off on tangents. I Emmy, mean, like pick one question for me to focus on.
0: You're very passionate. So let's talk about your relationship with food. Okay. How has that changed?
1: Oh, my relationship with food. So I used to eat food until I was brimming with food, brimming full, till it was sitting up into my stomach. Like I used to eat food all the way up until that point I would stuff and stuff and stuff until I would hit that point. And to me, that was my trigger to stop food. he asked about my relationship with food. I would, uh, always have this guilt, hate relationship with food, like, uh, I would be like oh i ate really good in this meal and then i would eat bad and feel bad about myself for that and so there was this like cyclical thing that i can't quite describe i think we kind of all experience it but i definitely had this good versus bad mentality which is another great thing you me is like food's not good or bad like so just to drop that whole toxic relationship with my with food was just amazing i have there's like this huge weight that was on me that I didn't know I had I was just carrying with my relationship with food and I was finally able to get rid of that um let me let me build on that question just real quick too my relationship with food in America is also your relationship with corporate entities so let's talk about let's talk about Chipotle real quick (laughs) my relationship with Chipotle uh I don't know if anyone out there experiences this but like uh being being a vegetarian and having options is very can be difficult unless you learn the right way um and I would go to Chipotle almost every day I, I I used to joke and I joke with you that like I paid I paid some of the employees wages because I went to Chipotle so much um so that that uh being able to Shed my, uh, codependency on these corporations and being able to just shut out all the garbage that is heaved on us. You know, like you drive, you drive down to work or you drive to wherever you're going and you've got like 250 different food choices being thrown at you from advertisements here and there and you get pulled and drawn each way. And, uh, you know, I didn't notice how much it would like take so much energy out of my day. Like the decision-making energy that was being put into oh should I go eat now should I go do this I- oh there's this company doing that no and then you would waste so much energy fighting off the desire to like oh should I get an Impossible Burger from Burger King like even even that that amount of like energy that would be going into like trying to pull yourself away from that. And I was finally able to drop that. And that was like the most freeing thing. I never thought, I, that was one of the surprising things about this, this whole experience is that I never have that.
0: Isn't it so shocking when you recognize, oh my goodness, the thing that I was so afraid to let go of, now that I don't have it, I feel free. I thought I was gonna be lost without it. I didn't know what I was gonna do with myself. And now I can't even imagine having that ball and chain. I just feel so in control. Mm-hmm.
1: Yep. Yep. I, yeah. And I absolutely love that, that feeling of, you know, uh, you know, I've got control of my life again and I didn't know I lost it. I didn't know how much I gave up. It's like, it's like I was in a bad relationship with my environment and didn't know it. Yeah.
0: Yeah. anywhere toaster strudels aren't going anywhere and it's good to remind ourselves of that when we for those watching that might be fearful of uh, letting go of whatever that thing is that you feel addicted to you can always go back to it but you may as well give yourself the opportunity to see what it feels like without it and it sounds like now that you've taken a sip of the kool-aid of what it feels like without it you're like i don't want it mm-hmm.
1: yeah no I, i'm the opposite i mean i'm like what else am i addicted to i'm gonna give up like what else, what else do I want to get rid of? Cause this is like, yeah, just, just let it go. <laughs>
0: glad that you brought that up because this is the way we do. One thing is the way we do everything and your why it sounds like you want to live a life of purity where nothing is in control of David. You are in control of your life and there's no other creation mm-hmm. or company or product or substance that is controlling your brain. Like a marionette, you're freeing yourself from being a marionette. Mm-hmm.
1: Yep. Yep. Exactly. Yep. It's all right.
0: So you want to talk about your weight release?
1: Oh yeah. <laughs> I had no idea. It'd be so easy. Oh my God. I mean, well, I, what happened? I was so surprised. I thought, I thought like it was going to take so much longer. Uh, so I started the program at 192, 192 pounds, uh, and over the course of six weeks, I'm now down to 172. Like I dropped 20 pounds in six weeks and, here's what crazy so my, my family's reaction to that so so my mom was like oh you must be working out really hard like you must be doing that but emmy i i i've always been the chubby like in shape guy i've always been like really hard working in the gym doing you know you have to bring up crossfit otherwise you use your, lose your crossfit card so i have to bring that up uh but i do crossfit i work out really hard and do all these things uh but i actually stopped working out as much like i i barely worked out on your program i thought i i i just all the weight was coming off it was like every single every single week it was like another three pounds another three you know three and a quarter pounds like every single week and i didn't even have to work out i was like what is going on i was so surprised so so surprised couldn't be happier about that but yeah
0: and this, and you know workout working is no longer something that is uh compulsive or punishment exercise is a way to celebrate our bodies you're clearly a fit guy and you probably now are finding more joy in that movement as opposed to i gotta do this to make myself look a certain mm-hmm. way and more drawn to it manner as opposed to a prescriptive manner
1: yep uh, yeah absolutely yeah i can i can find the enjoyment out of like the workout now i can be like ah oh, i don't have to be on the treadmill for 45 minutes or the I, my thing is a stairmaster. Stairmaster for forty five minutes, you know, straight up. You know, s- humble brag. Uh, you know, but like uh I can now like oh, you know, what what do I like to do? What do I want to build from there? Yeah,
0: I want to ask you one more question. Oh my goodness, that was my cat. I want to ask you one more question, David. Um, you started this program during a time where you were going through some changes career wise. There were some things in movement. Mm-hmm and in motion rather and some people would say let me get that settled and then i'll focus on this but you didn't do that you launched right into it talk about that because i find that so inspiring
1: (laughs) yeah um so I'll, i'll be even vulnerable even a little bit more i i actually uh the money i had a money uh you know problem to join your program um i was in the middle of selling my house and uh, was, was, was pretty close to, to not being able to even do the program. Cause I was like, I got all the bills to pay. Um, but you know, you were so, you were so kind and helpful and, and found a way that we could, we could do the program around that. But, um, yeah, I just told myself, I like looked at the priorities of my life and I'm like, this is something for my family. And, and when you're wise, big enough, you just, you just find a way to make it work. Like. Uh, you know, I I told myself, you know, this is for my mom's for her health. This is for me to finally be able to, you know, solve this issue that I'm dealing with weight. And, you know, there was a way to, to get it done.
0: Yeah. This was your priority. Your health is your priority. We only mm-hmm. get body. We yeah. don't get shot. Um, and if we have our health, we have a thousand wishes. And if we don't have our health, we have just one, which is to be healthy.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I'm so glad I did. By the way,
0: <laughs> and I, I thank you so much for sharing this story. It's so inspiring, uh, and you have so many admirable qualities.
1: Just thank you so much. I, I, uh, you know, you've inspired me uh, to 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 finally, you know, look at the root of all of these things, and uh, you know, hopefully in the future I'll be able to help you out more. I I I want to help you out. I want to. I'm on, I'm on team Emmy. I want because you're your you're team me. So I want to help you out because you help my mom and help out help out America and the world. You know that's just my I have so much gratitude for everything you say. You can tell when when you're doing your program that you put so much effort, so much energy into making sure that um, that you're not just creating a program people have, but that people are actually going to get results. You know that that uh, that you have that in your heart. So yeah, thank you so much.
0: If you made it to this point in the video comment family because david has been such an inspiration for his family and has inspired his mom to join the program which just touches my heart if any part of david's story resonated with you i urge you to send in an application to work with me in the Slimon starch program and you can find the details to that in the description bar i love you honey and i'll see you in my next video